Good morning, Jamalyn. Good morning, Kim. How are you? I'm doing great. Good. Chugging along. I know. We are like, what, just a little bit more than a week away from Christmas. We are. It's it's coming up fast, and we yes. had the children's uh, musical Sunday, so you know it's really Christmas when the children's musical is performed. Yeah, they did <laughs> such a great job, too. Yeah. Yeah. Is it harder for you to get into the Christmas spirit when it's 50 degrees out? Uh, mm, no, because I appreciate the cold less and less. Oh, me too. <laughs> so I'm kind of glad that it's not yeah. blistery and snowing. I'd and be icy. happy to do Christmas in Florida. Yeah. I too. think I, I can, can still it. celebrate the birth of Jesus yeah. in 75 degree weather. Yeah. I mean, I was there right at Thanksgiving and. Lots of people had their lawns already decorated for Christmas, and they were definitely in the Christmas spirit, even though it was 80 degrees. But yeah, I I don't mind it being a little bit warm. Well, I don't either, mostly just because I hate the cold. Yeah. And you're right. As I'm getting older, I really hate the cold more. I know. It's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but it is um, Advent. It is Advent. And we are headed into... Let's see, what is this Sunday? Is this Sunday the pink candle, or do we just have the pink candle? Uh, We just had it. I think this is the fourth Sunday. Yeah, this is the fourth Sunday. We're back to purple. But you'll notice, listeners, you can't see, but I have a blue sweater on today, too. Kim and I had a conversation a couple weeks ago. (laughs) The liturgical calendar has colors for each season. Uh And there's a huge debate out there, is Advent, are you a purple person or are you a blue person? Yeah. I like to shake it up with blue. I I like blue, too. I mean, I'm used to mostly having purple in the places I've served, but I like blue, too, so blue works. So we have our fourth Sunday, and then Christmas is in a weird time this year because it's actually on a Saturday. Yeah, Exactly. And so we have a whole other week to get ready for it. A lot of times. That's can, what it feels like anyway, right? Yeah. It's the same number. Of, it feels like I have like more time right. it's on the weekend. Yeah. Well, right now, Zionsville High School is taking finals and Margaret is a sophomore. Mm-hmm. So last year, they didn't really have true finals because of COVID mm-hmm. yeah. and the way they were doing school. So this morning, she had two of her hardest finals in the same day. God love her. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's, I remember that stage of life where everyone's trying to get excited about Christmas, but you have this huge mountain to climb before yeah. you can even begin to think about it. Yeah, for sure. So she was headed out. So she, they will have a whole week off school next week mm-hmm. before Christmas, which yeah. is kind of fun. It is fun. It's nice. Time for, it gives you a lot of time for traditions. Oh, yes. Yes, Christmas traditions. So I thought it might be fun today, Kim, to talk about Christmas traditions that make us glad and Christmas traditions that maybe make us sad (laughs) that we might like to, you know, retire. Retire. Yeah, I think think sometimes you can honor and retire a tradition, and that's okay. You know, because that gives space to create a new tradition, right? I do. And, you know, what I think has, what I have heard a lot of people saying is last year, in some ways, people had to do Christmas totally different Mm -hmm. because we weren't really able to gather together Mm -hmm. like we had in the past because of COVID. And I think some people have realized some of the traditions that they held so dear, they didn't miss. 
Right. They were kind of doing them out of obligation or right. that's what we've always done. Yeah. And so everybody just trudges through. Yeah. I, that's one of, I think, the silver linings of being uh, in COVID lockdown is we had some time to sort of discern, like, what's the real meaning of this and why are we doing it? You know. So why do you, I think most people do these traditions because they don't know in a way that they don't have to do them? Right. Like they're so ingrained mm-hmm. in... Yeah, it's, I mean, lots of, I, I I used to make a ton of cookies, right? But I don't want to eat a ton of cookies. And most people don't want to eat a ton of cookies anymore. So I make a few cookies, but not, like, not a week of cookie making anymore. I used to make a lot of cheesecakes. Yes, you did. <laughs> I was thinking about that, actually, this week. I know. And... I don't know. This year, I just didn't feel like it. And there's a part of me, it always brought me joy to make them. You know, I would have like Christmas movies on while I'd make them. And I would take a whole day to do them. And it would be like an assembly line kind Mm -hmm. of thing. Because I didn't make everybody like small cheesecake. Like I would make make big big ones. And I would collect cheesecake tins through the whole year. Yeah. So my friends would all be able to have them. But this year, I just, it feels more like a job to me. And I thought, I don't want to do it if I don't do it with joy. Yeah, I like that. So I'm sorry, friends. I know. No cheesecake. I think, you know, I think part of it is everyone who doesn't know this. I had surgery over the summer to fix a weird defect in my brain. And part of it is that my smell is not Mm. 100%. And it's not really fun to bake if you can't smell. No, it's not. That's part of the fun for sure. And so I thought, you know what? I'm just going to take this year off. Okay. We'll let you. It feels but okay. Does that mean next year we can look forward to cheesecake? Hope I think so. Well, <laughs> hopefully my smell is improving a little bit, but uh, maybe next year. And the other thing is sometimes now I just make them during the year when I want to surprise oh. someone. Oh, yeah. I like that too. So You mentioned movies. So do you have a uh, lineup of movies I that do. you always watch? So I Christmas? love White Christmas. Okay. I love it. Okay. I love, um, the other one I really love is Elf mm-hmm. okay. and uh, Christmas Vacation. Okay. Classics. The one that I love that Margaret rolls her eyes, she's like, I cannot believe you love this, is, um, well, you tell me yours and I'll think of the name of it. <laughs> it's <laughs> now I happening again. Now I can't think of it. I, have to, I haven't done my crossword for the day to wake up my brain. <laughs> so we always watch... Um, Frosty the Snowman. Mm. We always watch. I forgot about that. <laughs> Rudolph, and it's so terrible. Rudolph is really awful. <laughs> it's so terrible. But it, it but feels right. Watch it. I mean, so much about it is so wrong today, but that's on the list. Um, Miracle on 34th Street. Mm, that's White, a good one. White Christmas. So, yeah, we have a whole lineup of movies that we typically watch during the season, but I'm some of them might need to be retired, too, I'm thinking. One of my favorites is um, a movie called Twas the Night Before Christmas. And it's mm-hmm. like, I looked it up last night. It was made in 1976. So oh, that gives okay. you an idea. Yeah. And it was my favorite. It was like there were some mice that lived in the wall that his family was having some issue while the family of the house they were living in was having some issue. But they had great songs. So I was trying to sing one of the songs the other day to a <laughs> friend of mine, and I could not get the words correct, she's like, I think your dedication to how wrong you are right now shows that this might actually be real. Because <laughs> she's like, I've never heard of that movie. It was the night before Christmas. Yeah. Okay. It's so good. Um, so movies are always fun. Mm-hmm. Did you ever do um, 
like the, I feel like John's family probably does this. Um, for Christmas, Santa, <laughs> would you bring a mic for John? We really would like to get John in on this. John is our producer, <clears throat> filmer, the one who holds us together. Yes. Um, did you ever do the popcorn on strings where you thread? Yes. I never did. Did oh, you, yeah. John? I love that. My mom did growing up. Oh. Yeah. I feel like the, your family's doing that right now as we speak. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's fun. I, as an adult, though, I'm always thinking about, like, do I really want, like, food hanging on my tree? Well, uh, I think it's <laughs> neat to think that's how they decorated. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Well, and you know, what what song is it that says and presents on the tree, right? Is it mm. a Christmas song that well, says They used presents? to put them right. in the tree. Exactly. Everything used well, to be in ne- the right next to the candles yeah. that they thought was a good idea to yeah. put in the tree. <laughs> and the oranges <laughs> and apples. Yeah. So basically your tree became a big barbecue. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, um it <clears throat> I think um there are lots of those kind of traditions too with the popcorn I just have never really popcorn cookies um were were there any special foods that you had only at Christmas like at your grandma's house or something well my grandma pay I know this is going to sound really crazy but she always made chicken casserole for dinner okay and I don't know why she picked that, but it was so good. And we only had it at Christmas. Yeah. Every once in a while, you could maybe ask for it for your birthday dinner. Uh-huh. But we always had it at Christmas. And I I can't remember if it was really good, but it seemed good to me. <laughs> yeah, it was special. because I'm sure it Christmas. had a lot of cream of mushroom in it uh-huh. and different things like that. I'm going to see that side of the family cousins this Friday morning. I'll have to ask them what they think was inside. Oh, if they remember the chicken casserole. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, what about you? Um, We always did Christmas Eve at my grandmother's, who was uh, an amazing cook. So, there was coconut cake, was probably my favorite. There was always like yellow cake with this really yummy chocolate icing. Yes. yeah, lots of really good food. So coconut cake sounds like an insulin fest. Of, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine why our grandmas all had diabetes later on. Yeah. Um, we always went to my mom's mom's house, and she always made mac and cheese that was to die for, and lots of stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So. Lots of food. Too much food, really. Too much food. Yeah. My Aunt Joanne would make noodles from scratch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she is just teaching her granddaughters how to make them now okay. from scratch. And yeah. yeah. Noodles are big at Christmas. But apparently noodles are just a Midwest thing. Oh, really? I was talking to someone who was from the... Oh, no, it's my sister-in-law who grew up in Pittsburgh. I don't know. John. Oh, John grew up in Illinois, though. You went to school in Pittsburgh? John went to school in Pittsburgh, everyone. Um, and she said she never knew. Like, she's like, I never grew up putting mashed potatoes on another starch, oh, like yeah. on noodles. And yeah. I was like, well, I don't, then you weren't living. I don't know what to say to you. Like. Again, like, thankfully, our eating habits have uh, evolved to someplace oh, better. Oh, yes. Well, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, food is always a really big thing. Now, what are you making that your grandkids will say, oh, my grandma always made that? Oh, you know, are you I got Mimi? The, I'm Mimi. Yeah. I got the sweetest call. I missed a FaceTime call, which when that happens, it's usually my grandchildren calling from their iPad. <laughs> uh, so This uh, is our world. I, uh, we talked about media last week. Yeah. <laughs> I called back, 
and Violet picked up the eight-year-old, and I said, were you trying to reach me? Yes. I said, well, what did you need? Well, you know, well, see, Asher made a gingerbread house at school, and he already ate it, and Lola made one, and she brought it home today. And I don't think we're making them in third grade, but I think I remember we made them with you last year, (laughs) and I was just wondering if we could make them with you again this year. (laughs) So the gingerbread house kits are already at my house, and that was the plan. So I think making gingerbread houses will, for a while anyway, be one of our new traditions that we do. But it was just, it was... Oh you boy, that's the stuff sing. where you're like, thank you yeah. <laughs> for creating FaceTime, yeah. Steve exactly. Jobs. <laughs> exactly. So yeah. our plan is to do that Saturday. Okay, that's yeah. fun. So that's a kind of a new tradition. And that too, like having a new generation of people yes. in your family gives you an opportunity, I think, to to look at what you do and, and figure out what's meaningful for everybody and to maybe change the tr- traditions up a little bit. Yeah. Well, so we used to do gingerbread houses all the time at our house. Dave would do them with the kids, and I would support them. Uh, by picking up By being drops. around. Um, <laughs> and it's funny, they did them here at church. Our youth group had a gingerbread decorating contest uh-huh. two Sundays ago, and Dave goes, hopefully we can just check that off then. And I thought, oh, that's so funny, but that's like the end. This is like one of the first years we've not made them. Yeah, I figure, you know, it won't last forever, but I'm going to milk it for all it's worth while they want to. All right, so we got food. Got food, lots We got of food. movies. Movies, yeah. What um, was your tradition growing up with um, presents? Are you a Christmas Eve family or a Christmas morning family? So we were at my... Mom's mom, that grandma's on Christmas Eve. We did Christmas morning at our house, and then Christmas Day dinner was at my dad's side of the family. So that's how we covered it when I was little. And what we do now is we have everybody on Christmas Eve for brunch. um, Oh. So that people can get home in time to go to their church services. When you were serving a church that worked really yeah, well for worked, you. Yeah, exactly. And so um, we do yeah, we do brunch on Christmas Eve, and we just kind of have a quiet adult Christmas morning. And uh, then I go visit grandkids Christmas afternoon to see what Santa brought. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we, um, it's funny, our Christmas Eve, Dave and mine, has changed a lot since I'm not serving at a church. Mm-hmm. I have to tell you, the very first <laughs> Christmas Eve, I didn't serve at a church. I think we talked about this. Yeah, we have talked about this. I was yeah. so scared that I was going to be overwhelmed with emotions of not serving. Mm-hmm. Because one of the most holy moments, I think, for me as a pastor is Christmas Eve when everyone is holding their candles yeah. and I'm standing at the front of the church looking yeah. out at this congregation, you know, of people who have invited us into their lives mm-hmm. as pastors. And, yeah. you know, I see like this family over here who I was with when their mom passed away or this family, I did their baptism, you know, like yeah. I thought that's going to be so crushing for me to not be able to look out and and see that. Uh So I really had prepared myself for that. And Christmas Eve came and I went to one service and I had planned on going to another one, but I came home for something. And all of a sudden it occurred to me, you know, I don't have to go back. Like (laughs) I have worshiped Jesus. And it was a real mild Christmas that year. Uh At one point I was on my front porch in our rocking chair and thought, (laughs) 
No, I think I'm okay. (laughs) I'm good right here. I mean, I still count all of those things I just said as very holy. Yeah. But there's a season in everyone's life. Instead, I was at home. The kids were inside. We weren't rushing. I mean, almost it felt odd to not be chaotic. Yeah, Christmas Eve for pastors is a really big day and a really busy day (laughs) and lots of services and getting home at midnight. Um, Right. Yeah, so, yeah, it is nice to get a little bit. It's just totally different. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it was very funny to think, oh, no, I'm good. I'm good, yeah. I'm good. And I think I probably called Kim then and said, we need to talk about this in full (laughs) detail right now on Christmas Eve to make sure I'm okay. You're you're good. You're very good. And Kim's like, I'm going to have to send you to voicemail. (laughs) (laughs) Just let it all out. (laughs) I'm having my adult Christmas right now. Oh, well, um, it is it is it is a wonderful time of year. It can be very stressful for people, though, when they are with family. Yeah, we that, should talk about that a little yeah. bit. Yeah. So I think the hard part is people feel because it's Christmas, they have to be with family. Mm-hmm. And I, from my experience of talking with people, sometimes being with family is not always a great thing for people. <laughs> Right, exactly. It's it, it's a great time to, like, reassess what's a healthy boundary for you. You know, if it's good for you, great. If it's not, like, have a plan. You know, like, I'm going to just stay for half an hour or I'm not going to go at all. That's an option, too. Oh, now that's interesting. So have a plan. So, like, in your mind, you mm-hmm. think, I'm not going to blow up the whole family by not showing up. Right. But I'm going to be there for a short period that's your boundary. Yeah. That's really great, Kim, because I think sometimes people think a boundary means yes or no. Yeah. No. Yeah. It can be something You know, else. like the boundary I'm <laughs> making is I will go or I won't go. Right. But what you're saying is you can make a boundary within mm-hmm. And the then yes. it's a great, you know, another tip is like announce when you get there. I can't stay long. Oh. So that everybody's on notice that you're leaving shortly and nobody will be surprised by that. And Maybe don't even take off your say, coat. Love you. Bye. <laughs> I just came to hug everybody. I just came to say Merry Christmas. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I love that. Yeah. Yeah, because holidays can be super stressful, you know, for many reasons. Everybody's calendar kind of fills up with ob- obligations for parties and gatherings and meeting this person here and that person there. And um, if you're the gifting kind of person, you've had to go out and do all that and yeah. wrap and distribute and mail and there's a lot going on so I think um, to sometimes there is this issue of with families like how long do we keep doing gifts mm-hmm. you yeah. know and my brothers are coming to town this weekend so um, and this is a, we haven't all celebrated Christmas together like all of us I, I couldn't even tell you how long oh wow it might be over a decade because Josh, my younger brother, served a church forever. Okay. Yeah. Then Dave and I were serving churches, and my older brother, Kyle, lives out east. Okay. So, you know, it's just Christmas you was were. always very difficult. Yeah. And um, so, but we're able to do it this year. Josh is serving as a consultant with World Vision now, so he's not okay. a pa- he's not serving a church. Mm-hmm. So they're all coming, but we haven't done gifts in forever that people are like, do we go back? Like, Oh, Yeah. <laughs> What do we do? I think we settled on a white elephant just to be fun. Okay. Yeah, that's fun. That's a lot of fun. Um, but it is interesting to all to all be together after not being all together for about six years. So 
Yeah, that'll be interesting. Hopefully fun. So pray for me, community. <laughs> yeah, it'll be. You'll make it. You'll Shh, get through don't it. tell my brothers, though. <laughs> that I have some reservations about this. Um, I'm really excited because I love being an auntie. And so my niece and nephew will be at our house, and then my brother's two boys will be here. And so if it was up to me, I would just have all the nieces and nephew at the house Mm -hmm. and then send all the parents away. (laughs) We would have potato sack races, and, you know, I would, again, run the house like a youth group, and it would be wonderful. We'd have devotion time. You you (laughs) might be able to uh, actually talk your brothers into doing that. I know. Yeah. So. so they might get a little, that might be the good Christmas gift for them. You know? I'll well, what happens when everybody comes to your house and you don't want them there? <laughs> <laughs> that, I'm not saying that for me. Yeah. Just, just you know, I was laughing thinking how you said, go in and just say, I can't stay for very long, you know. Right, but yeah. then if you're the one hosting oh, everybody, hosting, yeah. it's a little uh, bit different. Well, you know, the, the parties from this time to that time. Well, that's true, too. Yeah. So I think what I want... Um, really people to hear is that there is grace involved in holidays and you're not a you're not unchristian and a bad person if you think these people make me crazy yeah you know relationships are very difficult we've mm-hmm. talked about how they're messy yep. that we're all human and i mean look in the old testament everywhere none of those siblings got along none. i mean <laughs> Some are trying to sneak the other one out of a birthright. Uh, You know, the mom's involved. I mean, that's like gold today, right? Right, right. Right. selling people off. Yeah. uh, And if you start to feel depressed or really struggling, there's a couple things for you. One, watch a Hallmark movie. Watch a Hallmark movie. It always ends up the same. Seth said it doesn't matter which one, You just stick with it. You might have some angst in the middle. (laughs) But that coffee shop is going to stay open, and she's going to move back to the hometown. It's going to have a happy It's going to be fine. No matter what. The other thing I want to just make sure we talk about is that no or December 21st is our longest mm-hmm. day longest Long night service. Why don't you talk a little bit about what that is? Yeah, so the longest night service is a service that's put together for people who um, aren't necessarily really jazzed up or happy about the holiday or really getting into all the merriment of the holiday because people have um, experience losses of people, of jobs, of relationships, of lots of things. Or the holidays might be a time where they remember losses from the past. And so this service is just a way to acknowledge that. And sort of, it's usually very quiet and contemplative. Um, There's time for meditation. um, And also, though, to hear the good word that um, even in our sadness or depression or fear that God never leaves or forsakes us, that God is always with us and God is available to us all the time. So, You know, God says 365 times in the Bible, do not fear. Do not fear. We learned right. that a couple weeks ago. Yep. Um, and I do love that service on the 21st because it acknowledges that life is not a Hallmark movie. Mm-hmm. You know, and the ending isn't always pretty and rosy, but that Jesus promises that he will be with us always. Mm -hmm. And um, the other thing I really love about that service is that people come together in a community where others are struggling Mm -hmm. and they bring their grief with them. And I read something recently where it said, you know, when you're working with 
when you're friends with someone who has gone through a loss and this time of year is so hard because it feels like everything is in couples, yeah. you know, families. that yeah. they said, you know, make sure you, when you invite them, you also invite their grief mm-hmm. to say, you know, like, I know this is a really hard time for you. Please come, mm-hmm. you know, don't feel like you have to be rosy and be, you know, yeah. and just little acknowledgements to people mm-hmm. that this is a really hard time. Yep. And the other thing is, like, you know, my my grandmas have been gone for a long time now, a couple decades. But I still really miss them at Christmas because mm-hmm. they were so dear to me at this time. And yeah. so, you know, it's a time for me even at that service to remember them and mm-hmm. to say thanks for all they did. And, you know. And I think that's there. important, too, like. Not only remembering, but naming. Yeah. Like just naming that I, I really miss my grandmother's yeah. at this time of year. I think that's really helpful. Yeah. So that's on the 21st, and it's a Tuesday night. It's a, at, the longest day of the year is why yeah. that typically is, which is also the darkest. Yeah, so the like shortest the day. The shortest day. Night. Sorry, the shortest day. Mm-hmm. Longest is in June. We'll talk about that later. Um, so it's the shortest day of the year. It's a place to come. Um I think it's going to be a really beautiful service this year, and it starts at 7. It's in the sanctuary um, at Zionsville United Methodist Church on Whitestown Road. And it's a great opportunity, too, to invite someone that you know who's had a loss who may not be a part of the Zionsville Church community, really, but are certainly welcome to come here and uh, And that's such a huge point, because I have a good friend whose father-in-law passed away suddenly recently, and for some reason, the, one of the first things I said to her is, please make sure you mark this uh-huh. service on your calendar. I have a feeling Christmas Eve isn't going to feel right to you this year. Yeah. But this service helps you remember the season, or, you know, what we're really yeah. doing. You know, Jesus was born for people hurting. Yeah, absolutely. Not for the really fun hymn parts always, you know, right, like right. the real jazzy right. hymns. I think we added those later. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> But for that night, especially. So um, I think that'll be really nice. So number one, mark that on your calendar. Number two, remember that there are traditions that make you glad and traditions that make you sad. And we're giving you permission to end traditions that no longer work for you. Or take a break from them. Yeah. Like I'm not doing cheesecakes this year. Right. That's right. Um, Your cookies were really good, though. Uh, Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm no, but know. don't don't let me look. No, no. You just claim <laughs> that you're not making them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna do something easier. Well, you could get the break and bake. It, yeah. And they have little um, trees in them, Christmas trees. Oh, okay. In them. Oh my gosh, we didn't even talk about picking out a Christmas tree. <laughs> Are you a real tree or an artificial? Artificial. Oh, we're a real tree. I would really love to be an artificial, but I have one person in my family that's holding out on us. Okay. And yeah. he tends to be the loudest when things don't go right. Mm-hmm. So none of us want to deal with that. Yeah. <laughs> so just keep getting a real tree. Yeah. He won't live there forever. No, he will not. And <laughs> the other day I was like, in six years, I'm getting an artificial. Right, exactly. <laughs> oh, children, such a blessing. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, okay, so... Um, well, are we going to meet next week? Uh, yeah, we have yeah, because we've got yeah. one more Advent. So don't worry, everybody. Yeah, we'll We're not back. taking a Christmas break just yet. Yeah, nope, not yet. Um, well, um, speaking of though, uh, Christmas Eve we have oh right because we're services not. at four, six, and eight. Yes, yeah, so the four o'clock is a <clears throat> family friendly service. I just want to say. 
When we say family friendly, we mean family friendly. You do not have to walk out with your child if the child wants to speak up and sing hallelujahs right. in the middle of a prayer. Like I want families to understand that that is a very loud service because we don't tell kids they have to be quiet. Yeah, no, not at all. It's Christmas. Now, six and eight's a different story. <laughs> <laughs> but the six and eight are more traditional services, like yeah. you probably have, you They're remember. Yeah. Yep, exactly. And then on Christmas Day, we are We're, streaming our service. Well, Christmas Day, we don't have anything. That's a Saturday. Right. The 26th, right. we are doing a carol sing at 10 o'clock. And I think that's going to be fun. I think that'll be fun. But you can stay home and watch a 9.30 or 11, and it's actually a full service that's being pre-recorded. Yeah. So there's just so many ways so many to ways. get to hear the good word. Let no, me just tell you. Exactly. You don't even have to leave your house. You don't year. have to leave your house or come on the day after Christmas in your PJs. Yeah. At 10 o'clock, we'll be singing. So I think that'll be fun. I think we should do that. I'm no, coming PJs. in my PJs. All right, let's do it. Yeah, okay. fuzzy sip slippers, the whole thing. Okay. <laughs> All right, well, Merry Merry, everybody. Merry Christmas. Happy Advent. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.